Hello and welcome to another episode of The Modern Nerd. I am Sir Slice13. I'm Sir Sleepy's Merchandise. What? Okay. And I'm GJC. And I guess I'm are... always Sleepy GJC. <laughs> <laughs> and we are yeah. always napping. Um, so... Yeah! 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, we are back. Uh, sorry for the hiatus. Uh, you know, I was out sick for a while and then just, you know, work happens for everybody. And so now we're finally back and we're doing the whole thing. And it's it's been a while. So we're going to go over, a, I'd say a bunch of stuff, but it's really mostly just a bunch of House of the Dragon. And then we'll come back and do another one on, you know, She-Hulk and everything else that's happening. A, a proper Lord of the Rings one if we all decide we want to watch it and finish it. Um, and we're going to do a small uh, recap of D23 today. It's only going to be a couple of things on the D23. There's, there's we'll a lot that happened. It. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was mostly, it was mostly like a lot of Disney stuff that I saw that was announced, and yeah. then Marvel had a few things. So let's, let's um, as always, uh, I want to start off by saying uh, thank you, Dan. Thank you, George, uh, you know, uh, for, for taking the time in the day and, and doing this. I know the schedules don't always work, but hey, here we are. And, and thank you guys for watching, whether you're watching us live now or you're going to catch us on our Sunday's recast on YouTube. Make sure to follow the modern nerd. Um, we thank you and we're happy to have you. So D23 happened over the weekend. And it had it had some good stuff. Uh, I, I think it 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 didn't live up to what I was expecting. But then again, their expectations and uh, you know uh, who the fuck am I to tell Disney what to do? I was kind of expecting like a Guardians of the Galaxy and you know a few other trailers that were uh, done at um, what was that? What was the last one we did? We reviewed it, and I don't even remember San Diego Comic Con. They mm. they had trailers at San Diego, and the public didn't get to see them. Only the people there, and the same thing happened. They kind of showed another Guardians trailer, and and there was like an Indiana Jones five trailer, and there was a, there was a bunch of things that happened that we don't get to see, and it's 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 kind of annoying. I get it, like you know exclusivity, but like fucking show it to the rest of us. The stuff we did get to see was kind of cool. Um, we got um, one I'm pretty sure you guys didn't watch. Maybe George did, but there was a, a Werewolf by Night trailer. I did watch which, it. Which I am excited I watched for. It, just, it looks fun. It looks interesting because it's just different and goofy. There's a man thing in there for a little for a moment, so I'm excited that he's finally getting some some comeuppance. And then um, Werewolf by Night was a very interesting character in, in, in the comics a long time ago, so... I don't know a lot about it, but it's this black Whatever. and white trailer, and it looks very like campy and cheesy, like it's old school horror from like the fifties back in like you know like Bela Lugosi days and like shit like that. And so, it looks interesting. Uh, I'm I you know I'm not saying I'm like, but like it's different. And anything anything that's that's different, anything that's different is is kind of fun for me. Um, the big there was two big things that happened. Um, there was the Thunderbolts cast that was announced. They came out and talked about it. And uh, it's pretty close to what everybody expected. Here's the breakdown, and then we'll, we'll talk about it for a second. We got uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus coming in as Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, or uh, Madame Hydra, if you will. David Harbour reprising his role as Red Guardian. Apparently her name was Hannah John Common as Ghost. 
Uh, Wyatt Russell's back as John Walker, Sebastian Stan obviously as Bucky Barnes, Florence Pugh as Elena Belova, and Olga Kryenko, excuse me, I apologize for that uh, butchering of that name, as Taskmaster. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it it is what it is, apparently, at this point. Um, I, I, you know, it, the captain's uh, the most evil person on that list, which is funny. <laughs> uh, uh what's his name eight uh u.s agent u.s agent, US agent. There you go. Yeah, yeah pretty much the one the only one who who it's funny because they all had a quote-unquote redemption moment but like his was the cheapest of all of them because it just was forced upon us and we had to accept it whether we liked it or not apparently and mm-hmm. nobody liked it i'll tell you that much mm-hmm. um so he's great I, I, I mean he is I, so. i'm excited It'll to see good. more of him and, and i'm excited to see Especially, I guess, yeah, him on the big screen because he's the only one that hasn't been in a movie yet. Mm-hmm. He's only had been on on the small screen, so that's cool that he, that we get to see that and get to flesh out uh, 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 Madame Hydra's character, Julie Louis Dreyfus's character. See, I think she could be interesting. Am I the only one thinking there's not enough evil in this supposed evil? Group. Yeah, I wouldn't Where's be surprised if man? more people are going to be added because the, there's definitely so. there's definitely two people who are obviously missing. It's it, one of them being Zima, who we all thought would actually be leading the team, um, mm-hmm. and then the other one is obviously Abomination. So who's who yep. who who maybe they were just holding off because they don't want to mm-hmm. spoil the ending of She Hulk for some reason yeah. or something like that maybe they have their reasons not to reveal a full cast and obviously um if they try to do it the same way that um dc did uh maybe they might have a slightly more rotating cast so like after mm. like you know yeah that more than sense. one after one movie it might actually rotate and other people will switch in and out and um julia Louis dreyfus will just switch people in like a you know, like chessboard style for parts when she needs it. You know, maybe, you know, it could be a very fluid team, quote unquote, as opposed to very like specific, oh, only these people are like on the team, you know? So I'm open yeah. to that. Future alliterations where other people show up on the team and add it or other people leave, totally possible, I think. I hope so. I want, I want to see if I can find this. Is this it? Um, in the comics, I actually read a bunch of Thunderbolts, and I really loved it. And it was, it wasn't um, Ross's Thunderbolts at the time that I was reading it. It was actually Norman Osborn's Thunderbolts, and he oh. took the, he he got a hold of Iron Man's. Uh, this was yes. like the, when Iron Man Iron Man had just run Shield, and then it like fell and got taken over, and Shield was disappearing and into the ground. <laughs> And then Norman got the Iron Man armor and became Iron Patriots and was the head of the Thunderbolts. And you had, you had, uh, I think it was Mac Gargan maybe who was the who was Venom and he put it made himself look like the black suit symbiote. You had Bullseye who was dressed up as Hawkeye doing it and like he. So they had there was more and and I don't remember every single mm, one of them. There was a couple that were like obviously villains. Someone was pretending to be. Thunderbird or something like that. I can't remember her name. Um, but they all assumed like Avengers. It was really cool. I I really liked it. Um at least I think that's what I'm describing. I could actually be describing the Dark Avengers, so I may just backtrack that entire statement. 
I was thinking I, I I remember seeing about certain things that like like Deadpool and Venom were in uh, yeah. Thunderbolt and a uh, boy can dream. Yeah, that's all I can say. So I can see why they have Bucky because Bucky's really he's like the seasoned team veteran on there. You know, he's he's the he's the Rick Flag, if you will. You know what I mean? The the soldier that's going to lead everybody. You've got. You know, they had jokes. Uh, they were saying it's funny that Bucky is the most stable person in that whole entire cast. <laughs> Out of all of them, he's the he's the he's the you know he's the straight guy. The rest of them are all like off their rails, and she he's the one that's actually quote unquote the most stable one. And you think about sure. that cast, and you're like, he totally is. Like that's so that's like what kind of a messed up team is this? Because out of the rest of them, they're all like flying off the handle. Like there's no. No, I think Red Guardian and Yelena are like all right. They're all right, Yelena, well, but Yelena's the reason right. why they're all right Red is because the two of them keep they're, 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 the two of them keep themselves to, you know grounded, <laughs> you know I guess. Yeah. But definitely like like you know the, there's 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 people who have a lot of unresolved issues on this team, and Bucky is actually the only one who had quote unquote issues are more resolved. <laughs> yeah, he worked through a lot of them. He worked we through a lot of it. his issues in the enduring Look, Winter I'm, Soldier. I'm, I'm excited. Just, Falcon, I mean. just give me more David Harbor, and I'm a happy man. So I, I'm, I'm fine. There's nothing I can fine. say bad about that. I I was so glad that he's like I couldn't think. I would, I, you know, those things that you like get, but you didn't even know to ask for. That was a thing that I got that I didn't know to ask <laughs> yeah, for. And much. I'm just like, yeah. I'm so I'm so here for this. I'm so glad. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, the other thing that happened was that was worth. There's a lot more. If you want to go check it out, they got all their stuff on their YouTube, and you could read all these articles. But the other thing that's worth talking about for me, at least, is the Secret Invasion trailer, which I keep forgetting is a TV show that they're doing. You know, a Disney Plus show. I keep thinking it's going to be a movie, but it's not it's a show. So I keep I got to put my I just, for whatever reason my brain is like it's a movie, and I'm like no, it's it's a show. So um, but the, they showed the trailer and it looked cool. It looked very cool. They it was a very action packed trailer. It set a little bit of tone. Yes, it was a teaser in that sense, but they showed a lot. Of, like it was a lot of like jump cuts and like into these quick moments where there, you, there's going to be a lot of like uh, 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 tension in the scene. Maybe not like full on fighting and action, but you, you kind of got that vibe and. And uh, I'll, I'll be the first to say it uh, reluctantly. Uh, George, you were right. Um, it, it's a rogue sect of, uh, of Skrulls uh, who are uh, working against the general populace of the Skrulls, which makes perfect sense. And uh, yeah, it's exactly what we expected. And, and um, you know, we get a look at uh, Amelia, um, Amelia Clark uh, in, in there who still don't know who she is looks like some kind of agent for somebody shield or otherwise and we get olivia coleman a look at her who is someone of power i i don't know if she's like a prime minister or a head of like a british secret service or something but we get to see that kind of stuff in there um anything for more of both of those people and I, and i'm there especially olivia coleman she's a true powerhouse uh and, and a great actress in, in her right so excited for that um yeah it, it looked cool again you know they didn't show us a whole lot Ho hopefully we, we kind of start to get like some super scrolls which is kind of a cool thing which is 
which would really kind of move it into the realm of the Fantastic Four because the Super Scroll had all the powers of the original Fantastic Four group. So he had like one big rock arm, his other one could like stretch mm. and it was, he could light part of himself on fire and go invisible and stuff. So it was, uh, you know, that was a cool thing. And then um, more extraterrestrial stuff. Hopefully some of this takes place in space and we get more aliens and more exposure to that part and bring more of this into the MCU because that's really what it's been missing a lot of for me is is more depth in space other than the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. Hmm. But yeah, thoughts? I think I know I think George saw it. Uh there was a scene there was a quick look at Everett Ross. Ross is in this apparently. Who? And Everett Ross. General Ross? Ross. Everett, Everett Ross. From the CIA, aka Wakanda, Black Panther oh. movie. Oh, Mark, Martin, Martin Freeman, Freeman. Not not Thunderbolt Ross, ever Ross, the CIA guy. Yep, you get him. So there was a quick. You get Rhodey. Yeah, Rhodey's in it, which I was really surprised. I didn't expect him to be in this, but I guess this makes sense because this is gearing up for things like Armor Wars and Ironheart. Um, yeah, they talked a little bit about Armor Wars and how it's going to go from, like, Ironheart and it has Don Cheadle in it, and then, boom, he gets Armor Wars, and and I'm like, all right, yeah. Like, yeah he's going to go right into it. Um, makes sense. This is interesting because, you know, there have been, I mean, let's just be honest, there have been main characters in the MCU, and there are ancillary characters in the MCU, and... They try very hard to reintroduce to introduce new characters and make them part of the main characters in the MCU. That's like one of the hardest things to get well done. Within the last two or three phases, Spider-Man might be the only quote unquote most successful one of like who was an ancillary and now is a main MCU character. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that I feel like that's an unfair one. That's an unfair advantage Spider because he's is, Spider-Man, right? Yeah, he's like it's he's not the fair. So it's incredibly difficult for you to supplant a Thor or a Tony Stark or a fucking Captain America. It, it's damn near impossible. Do you know what I'm saying? And someone who I hate to say it has been an ancillary character from the beginning is Nick Fury. You know, he like Scarlet Witch, like Hawkeye, and like Hulk before him is now finally getting his chance to have his own like tv show or his own feature thing you know and it's a spy thriller and it's in a way it's 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 this is samuel L. jackson's chance to like now for what almost 15 years of <laughs> it's going to be about m more than 10 years of yeah. stuff for him you know from being an mc because he was in the first iron man um he's finally getting his due and they're giving him his chance to to really helm a whole entire project so yeah. i'm all for it I can, you know, it's good, good for good him. Shoulders to rest on, yeah, because you know? so he makes it look like a, he's a dark, like he. This is Nick Fury in a place that we've never seen him before. Forget Winter Soldier, where he was getting shot at. You know, that's one thing. You know, shield falling. I think that's one thing. But this is like something that's even more out of his control than I think he's ever been. So it's really interesting to see Nick in this situation. Yeah, I would have liked, like how they did um, Black Widow, and they went back and told us a story, like. I want to know, like, from the events of Winter Soldier to the events of Endgame, like, what was Nick doing then? Like, give me, like, that yeah, would be a cool story. The big story. question is, is like, how he, long, after that Spider-Man reveal, how long has Nick been a, how long has Nick been off planet? How long has 
yeah, Nick been replaced by a scroll but, this whole you know that's the big question right and i think that hopefully the show will answer that we we get what we get and they may start off with like a little you know this is what he's been doing but it'll be like a tail end of what he's doing probably so we'll see what happens um yeah you know again you know there's there's stuff to look forward to in in the mcu i think i think we're at the turning point you know we've got black panther coming up um and uh there's there's a bunch more you know, movies in the next few years. So I'm, I'm excited for that again as, but again, I always am. So um, let's get to the meat and potatoes of today's episode. Uh, we, I finally, this was a lot, it was, was my fault. I finally caught up on all of the house of the dragon. Um, I watched, I watched the last one uh, yesterday's for you guys this morning or right up like, right up until six o'clock for me because it's noon for you whatever so that one's super fresh in my mind but i did watch the other two back to back uh so i've I've got them pretty fresh and uh yeah um stuff has happened i guess maybe sort of um we've 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 they you know they're kind of it's okay it's interesting because there's a I don't even know how to start with this show right now. The first you episode we talked it? about on, on the last one. Yeah. And and, and it was slow, Smart, but like what they're doing us? what they're doing is they're jumping like between the first and the second episode there was there was six months. Between the second and the third episode there was three years. And between the third and the fourth episode there was another three years. Yet everybody, except for Matt Smith, looks exactly, exactly the, same. the same. Nobody has aged a day in seven years. Like like yeah. Anyway, um, so I get why they're doing that because they're gonna try and and get us this Targaryen story, but it it they just sort of mention it in passing, and it kind of bothers me because they were just like, oh, that problem with 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 his daughter that was three years ago, and I was like, it was <laughs> like Wait, up until there the was, moment there was four years between episodes three and four. Yeah, because they talk about how. Um, they talk about how she was, they attempted to marry off Rhaenyra to this, the, the son of the Valerian guy. And in Uh the beginning of that episode, they were like, oh, that business with the Valerians, that was years ago with his, with his son. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, what? Wait, so how long did it take from, from Damon defeating the crab? A couple years. But he defeated him at the end of that episode, so it took him three years to sail to King's Landing. No, he was still after he victory. defeated the crab guy. He still was cleaning up the narrow sea. It took him three years okay. to to like kill all that's, the pirates. And that's my understanding. Again, right. this is it's that's the thing for me with this show is like it. There's it's just Game of Thrones had you, you know you were telling multiple stories of these characters and these houses and everything but like everything is so solely focused on the targaryens that what's happening with the house of valerian i don't get to see i like tell Mm -hmm. me what they're plotting tell me more than just one scene why damon wants to go with that valerian guy like it it just it just needed i like to think there's a reason for that i'd hope so a reason to be revealed uh though based on what we've seen so far probably not um i it's 
look, I, I, I get into it. You know, I, I think that third episode was actually really good and I was very into it. Um, this last episode, I just felt uncomfortable, uh, most sure. of the time. Uh, and I didn't, I don't like feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> That's not a feeling that I enjoy. Um, so it's hard for me to objectively gauge, uh, the last episode because it was just all about scandal and, and young women, you know, being pawned off and having sex. So, um, I, it's hard Incest. for me to gauge. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, it's hard for me to gauge, uh, but it's I I I get into it. I'd say most of the time, until he brings out the fucking dagger and he's like, "The prince that was promised." I'm like, "Oh yeah, you mean the thing that never pans out and has absolutely no consequence on this whole thing that it's leading up to?" I hate it. I hate the reminders of how awful the ending of Game of Thrones is. And they, I don't know why they're sticking with it. They know how terribly and how rea like reacted, like we all, I don't know. I don't understand why they keep going back to that. Like you need to let, I think that is like the biggest flaw of this show. Like why remind us of this prince that was promised when everyone is fully aware that nothing comes of it. I the will, prince that was promised? It's 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 John Snow. Our 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 you know our plus something equals J. Uh, so R plus L. So whatever. Um, mm. I I'm just I'm, I'm I get into it, and then the second that comes back up, the prophecy. I'm just like, I mean, the prophecy that has absolutely zero consequence over everything. Right? Yeah, real real excited about that. I I don't know why they. I, I, anyway, I I think Tim mentioned. I don't know. Last time we recorded that, maybe it's maybe it's a different one. Maybe there's one before Jon Snow, and like that's literally like my one percent of smidge of a hope that 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 that's what that's what's happening. But maybe it's the um, Mad King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, after the first episode, they were like season two, like they're they're already renewed and doing a season two regardless I mean, it's of anything still ridiculously power like popular yeah. because of you know yeah anyway i don't know it's it's i i think the further they could if they could move away from like the ending of game of thrones they're I not would going be, to i i know they can't but like if they just like kind of like forget about the prophecy like we don't care like the heck of this be its own thing i think i'd be about 20 percent more into it and i'm already pretty into it uh, for it, the most part, it, it's it, fine. It's not blowing me away like Game of Thrones no. did, but I, it's like an enjoyable show, and it is enjoyable. I, I just, you know, I, I, it's hard I, for me to get into it. I think the problem is, is um, and this I wanted, I wanted to tie it into like Lord of the Rings, but I think the thing is, is like Game of Thrones gave this show like. A good launching pad, you know, and it gets a slight pass for in a way that a lot of other shows who don't have that advantage, you know what I'm saying? People are more willing to stick with it, you know, and it's a question of like how willing and how well the show can balance that, you know, that you already have this built in fan base for a show to begin with. So like, are you going to take advantage of that? And how much can you gauge of like 
what the audience is willing to put up with before you lose them. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm. that's a double-edged sword on their part. I understand that. The advantage is, is that people are already, like, they know a large audience will just buy into the show to begin with, so they can slow build their story, you know? And that's, yeah. I think that was yeah. the, that is my biggest complaint to begin with, is that, like, you're finding it difficult in those first three or four episodes to invest in any of these characters or really care that much about them. And like, what is the point of the show is one of the big questions. Right. And I think the second part is, is also if you want to find a main protagonist, I think obviously, you know, um, Rhaenyra is a very like sympathetic character, but the problem is, is like for her to be truly sympathetic, there has to be more at stake than just being a woman in a man's world. You know, I'm not saying that that's not a compelling storyline, but that can only carry the show so far. I've, it's a played out trope and we've seen it before and we saw it in the last series. So what's the fucking point of showing us this thing again? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give me a fucking reason to root for her other than the fact that she's a woman in a man's world because I've seen that fucking shit before and it didn't play out right the last time. You know, whatever mm -hmm. point you were trying to point out last time, you fucked it up at the end. So... Yeah, if you're going to do that again, then I don't want to watch the show and I don't have a point of watching right. the show. And it I looks really badly 100%. because the thing is, is it kind of looks like it's going that direction again, regardless of how this plays out. It already kind of looks like it's already going that direction again, so, that this girl's just ultimately going to get screwed anyways, despite all her like girl power struggle. <laughs> reminders not to all parents to wait until the show ends before you start naming your children different names of the house of targaryen yeah hell yeah i mean obviously after episode four you can see what the house of targaryen is about after episode like three you can see what the the, the house of targaryen is about because they tried to like marry off rhaenyra to her fucking brother right there's a lot born. of like and like, i understand smirch fuck, I understand Stan Smirch is saying a lot of like he just was like uncomfortable. Like the it's show is trying to push like the show is trying to raise some things, especially the last episode of like moral gray lines, right? And like what is it that you're willing to put up with? What is it like putting yourself in their shoes and in their space and saying, well, these things are okay because they're Targaryens and whatever. And like it's but then also bringing our outside view and be like, it's not fair that she's not allowed to do this because she's a woman. You know, it's like Right. Okay, so like we're gonna give Damon a pass because he's a Targaryen and we can put ourselves in his shoes. But for some reason, like we're all up in arms because like everyone in that society is like following their traditions and doesn't want a woman to be a queen. Yeah. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's like it's this like okay, are you willing to like swallow that pill? And it's like that's the, like when it comes down to it that's where i find the quote-unquote uncomfortableness of this whole entire thing and it's doing it on purpose and i don't know if it's for a point or if it's just so that they can get people fucking talking on twitter and like get hyped for the show do you know what i'm saying like is yeah. it like gratuitous or is it just because like they're trying to do it for a reason and they're trying to like purposely make you feel that way I, for a reason I, ho I hope i hope it's for a reason for fuck's sake but i think they're to gonna say. i think they're gonna sean bean it and blow past her time in the show like not blow past but like at the end of the first season everyone's like oh sean bean's like your antagonist for the most part a protagonist everyone's like oh cool let's let's go for you know this guy uh, uh i don't even remember his name at this point anymore um 
and then whack, there goes his head. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, that shifted the entire tone. What's who do I focus on? What's the mm -hmm. point? Where am I going to go from there? And it left you kind of grasping for a for a hero, if you will, for lack of a better term, for a protagonist, for someone to get behind. And then you know, in this one, you've got pretty much the only person you're going to get behind is uh, uh, Rhaenyra. I mean, there's there's sometimes you feel a little bad for Viserys just because of the position he's in, but I just think he's not a great king, so whatever. Um, and then I think, the for me, they're, what I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of course-corrected, they kind of... Everyone knows how Rhaenyra ends, and none of these people live, you know... They'll get to her death and then continue in the Targaryen line and tell that story. I think mm. that's what these time jumps are about, is they're going to get us through this story with interesting characters. I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely intrigued by most of these characters. I, I think their acting is, is pretty damn good from everybody, you know, uh, as to be expected from something of this caliber and this level. So I'm, I'm you know, when I'm I watching mean, this, yes, it's, it's a little slow for me. Don't get me wrong, but I, I am there. I am watching. I'm like, oh, actually, you know, I, Rhaenyra, oh, an interesting character. Oh, and then uh, her friend is now the queen and like all this shit is happening. And I'm like, okay, I, yeah. It's easier to follow because it is only one house, whereas with like Game of Thrones, there's like 17 houses, and I'm like, who the fuck is that yeah. guy? Oh, you yeah. saw him four episodes ago for 20 seconds. I'm like, I don't fucking know, you know. So this is a little <laughs> bit easier for me to digest. That totally is Game um, of Thrones, though. Yeah, that's really what it was. Was I just like everyone's like, oh, you don't remember this from season four? I'm like, I don't even. There was a four. Like I don't even. It was just so much True. happening all at once that this True. is a little more streamlined and i kind of appreciate that for for my particular intake style you know like it was for not knowing the history of this family i feel like i know more about the history of this family than any house in the realm of game of thrones and they went pretty deep with the lore on some of those houses and i just i i just, I just had to intake and intake and intake and there was no whew, it was a lot but uh yeah i mean did it, did a lot happen in these last four episodes? No, <laughs> not really, in my opinion. You know, they jumped some years. You had one cool battle scene that was the only action you got in four episodes. Um, that was pretty sweet. I, I wanted more of like you know, uh, Damon in the cave. Like he goes in to fight the crab king, right. and then, and then yeah, comes out. That, just what a missed opportunity! Covered. Yeah. I was like, like oh, I see Matt Smith slash that guy dude in half. Oh, I don't God. understand why they didn't do that fight. I bet you they that filmed so... it inside the cave, and it, it looked out terrible, and it was dark. And then they were like, "Well, let's just fucking cut it." Like we're not going to do an, an episode, you know, six of of uh, season eight again, where you can't see anything, see anything in the dark. Yeah. Exactly. I bet so, you it looked terrible. Whatever they cut it. I wanted I mean, that fight, dude. I bet you one-on-one -on -one fights are what I live for in Game of Thrones. Like you get to see people's styles and like. It's a barrister cell. This is, this is very breaking out the sword. More. <laughs> this is as much. It's funny because my my early complaints of the original Game of Thrones series was there's not enough fantasy. Like, give me more dragons. Give me more zombies. Give me more that. Like, it was built up as a fantasy show, and it's just a medieval politics show for most of that show. And it's just politics from that era. And, you know, you started off this one, you got dragons, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you got some of that stuff. And and now it's it's turning into more, you know, it is politics and everything like that like i feel like it's as much you know like like 
the walking dead is really should be called the talking dead because it's just a bunch of people sitting around talking and then oh look a zombie like that's pretty much what this is is it's like a bunch there, of people talking and you're like oh dragon flew over like, <laughs> like that's, that really is show after after to- walking dead called talking Dead. i know that's what i'm saying it's like they should have called they should have done it the other way and the was, after show yeah but it's just like that I, was I, the big joke of, of walking dead was there's no zombies in it anymore it's just people arguing the whole I, time it's funny that you say that there's so much um like game of thrones required a lot of like intake and stuff like that and it's like game of thrones was one of those shows that it, it required like additional reading you know like you know like you kind of had to like take a step back or you had to check something to like kind of get everyone's story straight it was difficult just to get it straight from watching the show like all the characters and who's who you know because of like such impossible. so many storylines you had to get something additional reading right like mm-hmm. and i think this is the question of like in this genre and especially with material that's already that's out there you know whether it's books or other you know graphic novels and things like that source material that's already out there right so like i think game of thrones is lucky in many ways because again it has that ability it has that built-in audience for people who are willing to read extra and do go that extra bit of you know step to figure out what's going on in the show and i kind of question whether or not like I, how do i say this nicely i wonder if like this is necessary for <laughs> house of the dragon nicely. i wonder if it's you necessary to do what, i wonder if it's necessary on? to do for like for game of for house of the dragon like how much people are enjoying the show who don't want to do extra reading you know what i'm saying and do they even understand what the fuck is going on right and then i, I want to compare that <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> I want to compare that also to to like the problem with like other TV shows like that too or other movies that are like that too and also segueing kind of into Lord of the Rings which is like I don't want to fucking be a token head to in order to have to enjoy the show and it seems like that's the problem with that show and that and that's the thing question with Game of Thrones and also House of the Dragon do I have to be a fucking hardcore Game of Thrones fan in order for me to enjoy House of the Dragon or can I still enjoy it without it I'm a pretty hardcore Game of Thrones fan so like I understand a lot of backstories I've read a lot all the books like so like I really am enjoying Game of Thrones in that in that box do you know what I'm saying as a hardcore Game of Thrones fan I love it I think House of Dragon is really interesting for me. So. But I I think you can get by. Yeah, I think Yeah, so I'll, like where is I that scale? I, I reading... think do you know what I'm saying? Like what is your tolerance as somebody who doesn't who's not a Game of Thrones fan? Can you enjoy this I, show? I think you can. I think if you're not a Game of Thrones fan, you'll like it more because you won't have that bitter taste in your mouth. If you didn't mm. watch the yeah. original series, Actually, Ooh, that's, that's a good really point. True. You won't know. I think it is more designed for people who don't, because like when I say I did a little extra reading, all I did was look at like the Targaryen family tree. So I was like, all right, who's like, they mentioned someone that sounded like my real name. So I was like, oh, I want to see what that guy is. And so I just look, glanced at, at the, the family, family tree. tree yeah. and it's like, kind of okay, nice to also to see like how you get past where we are to like yeah. between here and Daenerys I'm like there's a lot that happens there's a lot but there's up, a lot other than it's, that it's a few like, hundred years I follow what's happening I can name most of the characters in this show right now 
when I was watching Game of Thrones, I couldn't keep track of their oh, the yeah. characters' names. I couldn't do it. And so I I think, you know, look, I loved Game of Thrones because I think the first, you know, majority, the majority of it, I think, was done very well. You know, there's ups and downs, good and bad, mixed within, minus, uh, if we're not talking about season eight, um, you know, was, was it, they did something different uh, for television and changed the way stories should be told and i think this is kind of building on that in a sense where it's like okay look here's game of thrones was like we're going to tell you all these storylines and just bring them together sort of let's not let's pretend they brought it together nice and neat at the end and uh what they're doing here is they're like all right we're going to kind of take just one thread and just just walk along that line and it's working a little bit better you know it's easier to digest and take in not the subject matter but the the history and 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 the family tree and, and like to follow yeah like I, yeah i can follow the politics that are happening here you know because somewhat because i have watched it because they're mentioning like oh house valerian and you know like oh targaryens and they're talking about like you know all these other this houses you had baratheons and like everything so i'm like all right oh, i know that name this is thing so seems like this show you can narrow it down to like a handful of people that you must know you know but yeah, you cannot say that, that you cannot say that about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, you need to know more than five characters on that show. And this show, you could probably get away with just knowing five characters in the show and kind of follow the plot. See what I'm saying? Yeah. You're like, list five people on the show that you know. And you're like, oh, yeah. Matt Smith. <laughs> Viserion. Yeah. Freaking. Name five the characters. Hand. Matt Smith. Matt Smith. And Matt Smith. Uh, Matt Rhaenyra. Smith. Uh, Matt Smith. And then Allison and Hightower. Dude. There you go. That's five people. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good, dude. You know what happened? I I went and Those are the I fell down the black know. hole. That's true. I, I the other day I fell down the black hole of like hating on Game of Thrones again, and I like watched like a bunch of stuff, and I watched like the honest trailers from like parts one, two, and three of this, the show. And there's the part where they say, "Can you name this character?" And he's like, "Uh." Uh, and back oh, when yeah. I was watching it, I could, and I, Can I, I was at maybe like a, I probably would have gotten a C plus if I was being graded. I couldn't remember everybody. I was like, oh shit. It's it, funny it because becomes, it becomes that um, that meme uh, that uh, from uh, what's his name, oh, DiCaprio was like, mm, mm. you know, it's like yeah. Yeah, I, I recognize him. Okay, like that's what it is. It, it, well, you it, just recognize. Things. I feel like this I forget everyone fun of that, it's right? Like Torment at the end, you know, when Torment is talking to Jon Snow in that last season. I feel like we're all talking. Where he's like the way like, he referred to the Tormund? queens. Yeah. He's like, which queen is it? The one that fucks his brother, or the one with the dragons? <laughs> and I feel like the first few seasons of the show, you didn't know anyone's name. You're like, is it the? Is it who? What, what's yeah, his name? Is true. he the like? Is he the guy that fucked his sister? Or like, what about the guy what? that was like the fat king? And then like who? And then there's the guy Tormund that's gay. And then there's like the little jerk on the. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't know nobody's name really for those first few like seasons i hate to say like, it, that cast was so huge it's 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 weird some names i just remember because how epic the names are like i couldn't remember sir davos but i remembered Beric dondarian Beric dondarian is epic as fuck he's the dude with the eye patch that looks brought back yeah of course to life. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, he's got the, yeah. the fire god or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. now that part in the what are, I love Ash. It's like when he does the fire sword of things. Like, oh, now you bring out the fire sword. Yeah. We've been we've been fucking cold this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Needless to say, uh, I I do I. I can probably hate on this or I can probably love on it. I could pick a side and argue yeah, both for this show, which mm. which is a good thing because then mm -hmm. I, I can, you know, I'm right there. I, I want to know where this goes. Like, yes, I know where 
it goes, but I want to see how it gets there. You know what I'm I mean? Gonna, like, I'm, say, I'm intrigued. I'm in, as, but every time you make a reference to the ending of Game of Thrones, the main show, I'm immediately pulled away. It's, like I'm, I'm into it. Like it's fine. Everything's fine. Like I'm enjoying this show and like not on a crazy level, but I'm enjoying this show. And, yeah, and until you bring out the fucking knife that says the prince that was promised, like, and then I'm just like, Oh, right. I'm just, like, I'm glad I have a bad me. memory because like, <laughs> I always forget that there was even a prophecy in the origin in game of Thrones. Cause there was a bunch of prophecies that were thrown around. One of which For was the night is that, dark and full of terrors. I swear, and I could be remembering this wrong, but I swear in the original there was a, a the prophet, some lady prophet who talked to um, what's her name, the uh, Queen Regent uh, Joffrey's mom. I can't even remember her fucking name. Cersei. Um, <laughs> Cersei. Uh, the one that fucks like, his brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a prophecy where it's like you will die by the hands of your older brother, and both of her brothers were born and are technically older than her. But which mm. one is the oldest, you know? And there was that question, you know, like all that stuff. And and I was like, oh, cool. And then it kind of turned into you will die in the hands of your brother because they got. And I'm like, well, I'm like, does nobody remember that? They forgot that they wrote this. And then they're like, oh yeah, they'll hug at the end, so they're touching. Like it was just, it was just a lot that just. Dude, the the famous scene, scene of uh, the famous thing with with um was I think it was it was David Benioff was like, oh yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Daenerys forgot about the Iron Fleet. Like she, she forgot, or or, or, or you, you forgot. forgot. <laughs> like I think you forgot. Stop saying you care. Oh yeah, the it, actually Tim it, that prophecy that lady that told she forgot to mention uh, that it was like in the hands, not by the hands of her brother. It wasn't. It wasn't the showrunners. The character misspoke. It's like, it's fucking. Where's the accountability? Anyway, no, it's 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 a whole thing. It's gonna be hard for um, me to not turn this into a Game of Thrones hate fest. Uh, every time I mean, we talk about this, it's been all, it's been all right so far. You're not as heated as normal, so that's good. That's good. So let's do them. <laughs> let's wake up more fresh like that, and then you don't have to feel all of it. You know? Yeah, um, sure. I don't know. Tim Tim teased the other week possibly doing a hot takes episode. Oh, and I, but like I, not on this. I had just random hot takes. No, no, yeah, 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 no. And and I would obviously that is like a topic I'd love to do. And I kind of realized so I don't really have like that hot of a take on want, anything. It's it's not so much like unless it's like outside of the realm of nerd stuff. Unless it's a completely random hot. No, Batman here, here's, forever here's was the best Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's, there's a hot take. You know what I mean? In lieu of losing the subject, my my hot take. What what brought it around was me saying, Davy Jones in the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie was the pinnacle of CGI, and everything from there has been downhill. That's funny. But I don't know what that. to say that, to that. That's not a I don't know. hot take like, because I don't even I know what to watched, argue. I just watched it again the other day, and it's it great. looks more real than anything I've seen to this date. I mean, there's some beautiful looking things. Avatar okay. was cool, and like there was all this other shit that happened. But I swear to God, that was the best CGI use ever. And then like ten minutes later in the movie, some shitty scene happened, and I'm like, well, so the, but like that character. Anyway. Anyway, mm, we, we can we can get good. into a bunch of other random hot takes. You know what I mean? I look like, forward just, to it. Look forward um, to so it. look forward to that uh, in the future. Is 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 more yeah. 
uh, I, I, more topics are, are, is what's in the future. We're going to do a lot of these review ones and, and expect a lot of that. So if you like our takes on these shows and our movies, we're happy to tell you. We're, we're happy to talk about them. It's what we do. We've been mm -hmm. doing this for, George and I have been doing this for almost 25 years. Dan and I have been doing it, what, 10, 15 years. Like, we, this is what we do. And we decided to bring everyone else into it. So join us, chat with us, leave comments. We want to talk to you guys and talk to you ladies. And, help me and help you. And you, help everybody me. else, however you identify, we want to talk to you. Um, we have, maybe we'll have a hot takes next week, but look for another Game of Thrones. These should probably be coming out around Mondays. I'm probably just going to do a quick edit and throw them up so you guys can watch them and enjoy them. Um, uh, I've got a new Versus coming out next weekend on Saturday, so check that out when it comes out. Watch my uh, follow the socials, and you'll see when it's coming out. Um, other than that, I, I don't have much else. Any other final thoughts, gentlemen? No? No? Awesome. Then, uh, as always, we have been the Modern Nerd, and thank you for watching. <laughs>